Many are getting rich. Many are failing. And many have fallen in their faith. Learn how to become an overcomer. In this end time, through the anointed teachings of Pastor Ebenezer Okonifa. Pastor Ebenezer Okonifa is an emerging voice and a leader in this end time movement of faith. His message centers on faith, the Holy Spirit, and the realities of the new creation in Christ. He is a senior pastor of Overcomers Nation Church and president of Ebenezer Okonifa Ministries in Accra, Ghana. Become inspired, empowered, and enlightened as you listen to the life-transforming message of God's Word through His special servant. And now, today's message. Thank you, Father. Lift up your right hand. Say, Father, Father, in the name of Jesus, the name of Jesus I, declare, I declare my heart is open, my heart is open and my mind is ready, mind is ready to, receive to receive with humility your word that can change my life, that can position me for greatness and for glory. Say, I'll be instructed by your word. I'll be corrected by your word. I'll be reproved by your word. I'll be directed by your word. I'll be counseled by your word, and I declare I'll be made better, I will improve, and I will progress in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Give a clap offering to Jesus. Kindly take your seats in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Oh, hallelujah. Are we ready tonight? Oh, I said, are we ready tonight? Oh, come on. I want to hear you. Are you in church? Are we ready tonight? Glory to Jesus. Turn to somebody beside you and tell the person you are welcome. No, I said turn to somebody. What are you doing on your phone? Are you in church or are you on your phone? Focus on, hey, I said turn to somebody and tell the person you are welcome. Don't look at me. Look at somebody. If you don't have anybody looking at, please look for somebody to look at. Amen and amen. I said look at somebody. Let's if you cannot see somebody's eyeballs, you are in this. Look at somebody now. Yeah, I didn't say laugh at somebody. Some of you is as though the English. Uh, I said look at somebody and you are laughing at the person. Now, why, why would the person keep looking? I said look at somebody now. Uh, look at the person. Uh, sweetheart, are you looking at somebody? Look at somebody. Yes. Are you shy? Are you shy? Then look at that person. And tell the person you are welcome to an encounter. With the word of God. So I pray for you. Let your heart be open. To hear from God. So that your life. Will be made better. In Jesus name. Amen. Give a clap of friends to Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, so you are welcome to. Uh, the first edition of. School of Love and Marriage. For this year 2024. Amen and amen. How many of us believe in love? Do we believe in love? Okay, how many of us are married over here? You are married or you are in any relationship like marriage? Uh, how many of us are married over here? If you are married, give me a wave. Wonderful. I can see only one married person over here. I say, if you are married, give me a wave. Madam, you are married. You or what I'm saying is not important for you to respond to. I say, if you are married, give me a wave. Give me a wave. Hallelujah. Now, if you are in a relationship also... Amen and amen. You have a beloved somewhere, whether present or absent. I want you to give me a wave. Oh, yes. Come on. This is called declaration. Amen and amen. 
So please. Oh yes. You don't wave in your heart. I want to see your hands. Wave over here. What are you talking about? I said wave now. So you see, if you are in a relationship and you cannot wave over here, you are suspect. Amen and amen. And if your beloved is over here and the person is not waving, mm. Yehovah, something has started over here. Hey, hallelujah. And after, I, I give you permission, when we leave this, go and leave that person. As soon as we leave this place, the, the person is left. In fact, if you don't leave the person and I catch you, I'll say, oh yeah. Hallelujah. I said, if you are in a relationship over here, give me a wave. You are in a relationship, give me a wave. Hey, hey, no, we go. I'll throw the basket at you now. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Okay. If you want to be in a relationship or you want to marry, the, you want to marry, uh, you, you are interested in marriage, give me a wave. Oh, yes. Okay. Now, finally, to those you don't want to marry, you are going to be the poop or the poopers. Okay. The papacy. The paper pop. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you two give me a wave. Those of you are not going to marry. Hey, please. Some of you, I don't know what, whether you are stoned. Whether you are married, you didn't lift your hand. Are you in a relationship, you didn't lift your hand. Do you want to marry? And so, yeah, so you, you, are, you are like a broom. Eh? Amen. amen and amen. Hallelujah. Ruth. Oh, Ruth. Ruth, do you want to marry? Oh, yes. Why do you want to marry at all? A woman of God. Uh, <laughs> hallelujah. Yeah, 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 yeah. My God. In fact, he wants to do exploits for the Lord. You know, Paul said, that, I wish you were as I were. And those of you who have been quoting from Paul, you better start de- determining where you are going. Amen and amen. But I will realize that all more than 90% of us over here are interested in the subject of love and marriage. Are we together? Yes, more than 90% of us over here, we are interested in that subject. And it, uh, whether we like it or not, it is not something that is a walkover. It is not something that can be taken for granted. In fact, anything that you see a high amount of interest in it, it should tell you that it is something that you should take very seriously. You should take very, very seriously. A path that many people want to get involved in. Glory to Jesus Christ. In fact, sometimes we look at the reasons or or even some of the risks and people still want to go in there. Amen and amen. Glory to Jesus Christ. And more importantly, if it is something that the Bible talks about, then it tells us that we should be interested to understand how it works. Are we together? Are we together? I said, are we together? Very, very, very important. In every institution or area of human uh, experience, there are technicalities. If you want to become a pharmacist, you have to go to school for at least now, at least for, to be a doctor of pharmacy, at least six years. You have to practice on the field for about an, a year, and then you are, before you write an exam, and then you are, you are given, first of all, you receive a certificate as somebody who has finished uh, the degree course, and then after that, after the exam, you are given a license to practice. A license to practice. Now, marriage is a license to practice certain things. But some of, but this is a, a license that you receive, and it's as though you have not gone to school concerning that subject or in that area of learning. 
The reason why we go through all the training, whether to become a medical doctor, whether to become a pharmacist, whether even to become a mechanic, hallelujah, is because we don't want to fail over there. Imagine you go to a hospital and then you, you go and sit in front of the medical doctor. And then uh, for some strange reason, you ask the doctor, Doctor, uh, you said I have to perform this operation. Have you studied anything about this operation before? And the doctor says, uh, uh, um, this is the first time. <laughs> hey. And the person must operate on your heart. Because the issue of love and marriage is a heart operation. Oh, what are you talking about? Yeah. And ask him that, Doctor, have you performed this operation before? And he tells you that, no, you are my first. <laughs> you are my first. My try, my queen. Hey, uh, what will you be doing over there? Is it because the person has a, a, a white coat, so you'll be sitting over there? No, you run away because this person is not, is not qualified to, 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 to even touch a cat. <laughs> and now to come and touch a human body. Because there are some things that are so serious that they, they, they harbor on life and death that we need special expertise, special learning, and after the learning, special experience. In fact, when we talk about even heart surgeries and brain surgeries, not every doctor can even become a surgeon. You need special uh, skill of eye-to-hand coordination. When you lose that skill, you have the knowledge. You can be a lecturer, you can be a teacher, but you cannot, you cannot be allowed to operate on a human being because you lack the skill. You lack the expertise. Are we together? Now, when we come to the issue of love and marriage, I told you it is a heart operation. Are we together? And it can affect whether you live or you die. It can affect whether you progress or you retrogress. It can affect the quality of life that you live. I heard about a certain young man in the University of Ghana, Legon, to be very precise. This is, they don't happen in KNUSC. Oh, yes. And he was in his room crying about how a certain sister had done, had done certain things and say, why, how could you, how could you, how could you? Before we realize this guy has jumped from the balcony. Yeah, and he said, I believe I can fly. Before we realize he was a broken heart on the ground over there. Why? He's an intelligent boy. But the heart matter. When the heart is involved, sometimes the intelligence is affected. Are we together? So it is important that we understand how, oh yes, a man with experience is laughing at the back over there. Uh, uh, hey, I remember when a certain 40-something-year-old man, he came to tell me some things. And he said, hey, I, me, I'm an expert driver. How I've never scratched a car in my life before. But one day, some woman that I married, she did something to me. Before I realized I was under an articulator. Oh, yes. I'm telling you, you in Jew, Ah, oh no, no, Oh, I'm telling you, I know this person. I've been with this person, and as long as I have known him, he has never scratched a car before. So that's how good I know he is with vehicles. For him to say that he entered under an articulator, and amazing, it wasn't even. It is somewhere around a hotel I don't know here now. Hey, if you get accident, get accident on N1, hotel Adodo Road. What are you talking about? But that is because of what he was going through in the area of marriage. That day he didn't go home. He had to go and take money and rent a hotel for two weeks. 
before he could get some energy to be able to go back home. Glory to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, these are real life stories. These are real life experiences. And sometimes when we come for programs like this, when we are talking about it, it sounds funny, but <laughs> hey, when you enter it and you start experiencing some things, then you realize that this thing wasn't a child's plane. Many years ago, I went, not many years ago, but some years ago, I went to preach at a, the wedding of one of my sons in Kumasi. And whilst I was preaching, the young people were just looking at me. But the old people say, yes! Yes! Hmm, and you'll be like, clapping. The gray-haired people. If I, when I was going, you see the way how, how, how handsome and young I look. When I was, they called me, that like, this is the preacher for the day. I could tell Shimbia Thomas, it was easy. Because I could hear the hmm, hmm, hmm. You know, in marriage or in, at a wedding ceremony, it is just assumed that an older preacher with a lot of experience in marriage should come and preach. Because usually that short 40, 30, one hour session of uh, preaching is supposed to be an advice for marriage. And it's so a very young guy going like that, wearing his suit, and he was going, he's climbing there. And it was a, that church through the, 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 the pulpit is very high. It, was the, it is a true definition of a pulpit. Oh yeah, this one we are joking over here. <laughs> amen and amen. Hey, I could feel the tension. And later, the, my, the people I came with confirmed to me that the people were talking. Ah, who is this guy? Who is that? By the time I'd finished five minutes, <laughs> oh my God, the whole atmosphere had turned upside down. Because you see, it's not about age, it's about understanding. It's about understanding. It's about maturity. And it's about some things that I won't talk about today. <laughs> Glory to Jesus Christ. So, yeah, it's a school. You have to be trained. And sometimes, you don't, there are some trainings you don't need. So you should learn it from somebody who is telling you. Because you don't need somebody to experience the best teacher. That person is a very wicked person. Oh, that person is a very wicked person. Because if you all have to experience some things, then we all then we have a lot of wounded people. But you see, wisdom can help you to learn from the experiences of others. Praise God forevermore. Yes, wisdom can help you to learn from the experiences of others so that you don't make certain mistakes. Praise God forevermore. So, uh, on this uh, backdrop, I believe that all of us have to uh, a certain extent appreciate that the subject or the matter of love and relationship is important and we all need to give it rapt attention. Glory to Jesus Christ. Listen, if you don't learn about this very well and you enter into it, my sister, my sister, uh, your pastor is waiting. Uh, if I don't cancel you, I may bury you. Amen and amen. My brother, my brother, if I don't lay hands on you, I may be, I may be burying you. Are we together? But when the word of God comes to teach us the right way, ah, I'll be having parties with you every day. Yes, when I come to your house, there's so much joy. Your wife is happy. Your family is happy. Ah, my God, my God, my God. What are you talking about? Oh, yes. Receive it now. I said receive it now. Can I tell you something? The problem that destroyed the marriages of your father and your mother, those problems, you will escape them. I said you will escape them. You see, your amen is securing a future for you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus Christ. So we want to learn a little about the mechanics of love. The mechanics of love. 
in the area of science, we understand that mechanics. Today, I'll just be laying a few foundations because we are going to do two things tonight. I'm going to share with you on this subject, and then we are going to have our communion service. So today, I'll do a little fun, some foundations, and then tomorrow is when we are going to go into the realm meets. Because tomorrow I have all the time to talk about that. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. And I'll be going into the future of your marriage. Into the present of your marriage. Hallelujah. And we are going to reconstruct certain things. Praise God. That's why I didn't wear suits today. Because when a mechanic comes to the shop, it's time to get dirty. So I have to feel free. What do you think? (laughs) Don't worry. Amen. But it is so good. It's better to get dirty before a relationship and marriage than to enter and go and get dirty. It is very, very painful. It is very, very, very painful. Ah, that you fall in love with somebody and then you realize that it's the wrong person. Eh? To get... It's not if your heart gets committed to something. Even, Even your spirituality cannot help you. It is very, very, very difficult. Oh, yes. You can, God can be showing you visions that this person is going to kill you. But when your heart is involved, oh, no, no, no. You'll be assuming and hoping and begging that, oh, can there be a change? Can there be a change? And then sometimes every little change, ah, it means that there's a change, there's a future. Ah, by the time we need to be to tell, no, maybe you have become like one. <laughs> you have become lean. You see, oh, so, so it is important we learn and understand things before we enter into uh, the powerful uh, experience of love. And when I talk about love, I'm not talking about agape. You spiritual people, please. Uh, amen. I'm talking, there are different kinds of love. Okay? There is agape love. That is a God kind of love. Unconditional love. That one, every Christian should have it for everybody. You know, when people say that, oh, in marriage you should have agape love. Oh, no, 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 no. It's not agape love that rams marriage. Agape love can help to sustain marriage. Are you understanding me? Because that is what helps every human being exist with another human being. Are you getting me? So agape love is love for everybody. General love. It is God's love for everybody and he's expressing it through us. Are we together? And then we have friendly love. Feel you. That is where we get Philadelphia. Let brotherly love continue. So Philadelphia is brotherly love. Feel you. We love amongst brothers, amongst friends. Glory to Jesus Christ. And then we have Stoggy. Stoggy is talking about love in a family. So you see, the way I love my friend is different from the way I love my blood brother. Are you understanding me? Or somebody have taken us a brother. It may not be my blood brother, but because of adoption or we have lived together, it is a kind of bond that is... It is So you realize that sometimes some people are hurt by their friends. They will break their relationship. But you are hurt by a brother. You break the relationship, but you have not really broken the relationship. Somebody touches that brother, you touch that person. Even though you don't know the person. It's a kind of family love. You see, it's toge love. And then we have one of one powerful one that can even lead a person to die. It, it, it can lead a person to die for even somebody that you have known for just one month or just two years. Uh, and it's called Eros. Oh, let me calm down. <laughs> mm. Oh, yes. Uh, oh, calm, calm down. I came down by to calm down. <laughs> Glory to Jesus Christ. When we talk about Eros love, that is what we call romantic love. 
You see, it is a mystery. Oh, I'm telling you. And you see me, I've been there before. Glory to Jesus. So I know what I'm talking about. Oh, yes. Well, I started as a Christian, full of fire, zeal, power, vim, oh, vigor. There was so, and I, I hear about uh, how can a boy see a girl and then the money that you have worked very hard for, and then you see you go and use it to buy. What are you talking about? A Valentine Day. Me, Ube Dibisika. Oh, Shakabaya Lipata. I've killed you in the spirit already. Oh, I just did not understand. Ah, how can you? And then she came to, he, he went, she, he came to visit you, and then you went to see her off to her house, and she came to see you off back to your house, and then you are seeing. Uh, huh? I'm like, ah, are you mad? What kind of madness is this? Hey. And then I heard about, those, you know, those of you who are younger, you may, but when free night school came. Oh, yes. And then you are going to school in the morning. Or you are going to work in the morning. And then from 11 p.m. to 6 a.m. you are talking to. And then when the talk finishes, you are just breathing in the, in the phone. <laughs> Are you there? <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> hey! Oh, no, 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 no. That sounds like... Uh, my God, my God. Uh, we want to cut the call. You should cut the call. You want to cut the call. You should cut the call. It's so hard for me to cut the call. Hey! I, I used to think that these people, there's something kululi kululi in their brain. When me, I'm busy doing like a God, give me the nations of the world. Give me an anointing to touch people. Oh my God. Until one day. Oh. My God. Hey. Until one day, somebody say one day, one day. the rapture took me. <laughs> then I understood how the Bible says, and Enoch walked with the Lord, and he was not. Ah, my God, my God. I just received my last, my, my first car. And sometimes, young man, my last 20 Ghana, I used to buy fuel just to go and visit her. And then I just drive, and then they just stay. Oh my God. Uh, when I go to, I intentionally spot and I'll, and I'll pocket and then I'm going like that. You know, it's like crouchy And it's like crouchy You see, you just wanted to prove some things. Uh, all my wisdom on how to be economical and to be frugal and to protect your money because you are going to build a house. My God, my God, my God. Then I realized hey, when the Bible says that love is as strong as death. And that love wasn't a happy love. He was talking about a romantic love between a man and a woman. Hallelujah. So that kind of love can cause you to even do things. That's why you say, you know, when people say love is blind, don't think that they are fools. Oh. They are talking from their experience. They are talking from their experience. Oh, you can see that this man is a wee smoker. But then... Something is doing you. Oh, yes. You know, somehow, somehow, and everybody can see that this man is not going to his, I, I see the future. 
Only you have spectacles. And you can see the future. Telescopic eyes. Only you can see. Uh, microscope. Amen and amen. And you see, the problem with this kind of love also is that it is not forever. It is not forever. That is why when you make a mistake, regret comes after it. Because in as much as it is sweet and powerful momentarily, a time comes when there is a reality check. There is a reality check. And so, that is why I, I tell people that you see, go with your head before your heart. And sometimes there will be people that you say, oh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I, there's no chemistry. Maybe there's no chemistry, but there's physics. <laughs> chemistry is not the only subject in, in science. Are you understanding me? Maybe there's no chemistry, but there's physics. <laughs> yes, you are, you are not feeling him, but open your eyes. With the mechanical composition of his, of, his, of his life is telling you that this thing, the joints will meet the joints and the liver will work. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes, there's no chemistry. Yes, there, there are no, the, 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 the reactions are not taking place. So when uh, hydrochloric acid and sodium hydroxide meets, you don't see the frothy. No, no, no. But you see. It could, that one could not be chemistry. <laughs> that one could be physics. And the truth is that the chemistry that you are talking about it can be developed. Okay. It can be developed. So you need to look at the real things. Sometimes you need to start from a mechanical position before you enter into the fluid. Because when you enter into the fluid too quickly, sometimes what you need to push, how you need to position yourself, you would have made a whole lot of mistakes. Glory to Jesus Christ. I don't know whether some of you went to a good school to understand the scientific terms I am using. <laughs> oh, don't worry. We will understand very soon. <laughs> Amen. As we break down into the various components of mechanics. You know, comp- mechanics is a, is, is, a, is a component of physics. Uh, we talk about motions. It talks about forces and the behavior of physical bodies. Oh, yes. Isn't that how love is able to... Uh, if love can move a person. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Love can even move a person from one church to another church. <laughs> oh, yes. Love can move a person from Kaswa to... <laughs> it's emo- that is why it's called emotion. You see, it is in motion. Emotion. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, you cannot see it, but there is emotion taking place. Uh, just like when you say e cash, can you see the cash? But it, once it's e, it, there's cash, but it is and it is moving. So emotions can move, love can move you. You understand me? And it is forceful. That's why the Bible is as strong as death. It's as strong as death. So there are forces that are operational in love, and when it has been able to exert its effect on you, it can cause a behavior in your physical body. So that's why we are talking about the mechanics of love. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, yes. Somebody said, ah, how, did we, how did I get here? Uh, how, did I, how did I get into your arms? Oh, yes, because you have been, you have, I've, I've stored myself, I have purpose in my heart. <laughs> but that is how powerful motions. Motions. 
In fact, when I heard about certain people and I heard that they had been able, they had, they, had, they, were, who, they, were, they had been able to go and propose to somebody, I'm like, ah, which language did he use? I know the guy. I know the guy. I, which construction did he use? We go But for him to be able to articulate the word, oh, Charlie, love can make a man brave. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know what oppression is happening at Tinsakina, but may, may the Lord deliver us. <laughs> amen and amen. Hallelujah. So it is important. Okay. So I'm, all of this, I'm just laying some foundation for you to understand the relevance of this matter. And it is actually a part of life. In fact, God has made it to be such that for the earth and for the world to continue, these things must be in motion. These things must be emotion. The emotions, he said, the way of a man with a woman or a maiden. He said, these things are difficult to understand. He said, I cannot understand the way of a man, the way of a serpent on a stone. And he said, the way of a man with a woman whom he loves. We cannot understand, but they are very powerful forces. Okay, and when we understand them and we learn them, it helps us. It helps us. There are various components it's when we understand the mechanics of love. In fact, understanding mechanics helps, uh, and its practical application helps uh, to design, analyze, and maintain machinery and structures. When we understand the mechanics of love, we can design how our lives should be. We can analyze the situations that we are going through, and then we can maintain the way we want things to be. Glory to Jesus Christ. The reason why, it's as though I'm, I'm, I'm saying a lot of things, and I hope you are hearing them. Okay. The reason why many people fall in trouble in relationships is because they were not prepared for it. They just entered by mistake, and, you see, and they are suffering by correction. Are you understanding me? Are you understanding me? They, they, they didn't really analyze what they were getting into. They did not take time to think through. They just followed the emotion. They just follow the feeling. So, for me, uh, uh, in, the de- in my definition of love, I categorize it into three definitions. Okay? Most people say love is an emotion. But for me, I believe that love is, number one, a decision. Love is a decision that is based on choices. That is based on intelligence. That is based on knowing what you want. And knowing what you are looking for in the other person. So it is a decision. So you may not feel that love, but after you have analyzed the person, taking into perspective what the will of God for your life is. Which direction do you see yourself going? And the one that you are contemplating loving, is the person moving in that direction? What is the vision of that person? What is the character of that person? What is the attitude of that person? How is the person's behavior like? Does it all fall in line with where you're going to go to? So when you begin to look at these things, you realize that it is not about the construction of the face alone. Are we together? Neither the contours of the hips. Oh, yes. You realize that it is not about the, 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 the broadness of his shoulders. Nor the divisions of his stomach uh, to get so many packs. You see, the Bible says that the Lord our God is one. Why are you looking for six? Ah. Let me continue. <laughs> Glory to Jesus Christ. Uh, brethren, brethren, <laughs> let us continue in prayer. 
and waiting on the Lord. Glory to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So you realize that it is not just this thing. You need to make a very informed choice. When they ask you that, why do you love this person? You should know why. What was the intelligence behind your decision? Oh, some people say that, oh, uh, when, where there is love, the, uh, uh, you know, love is not the only thing. In fact, in the, in the general sense, when they say, we speak, speak about love, they say that, oh, if the two love each other, the marriage will survive. No, it, love is not the only thing you look at. No, 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 no. In fact, when I started growing up, one, I heard one man of God say that love is the last thing he looks at when he's considering marriage. I said, this man is a carnal man. And the Bible says, God is love. Is it? And they start throwing scriptures around like that. And then yeah, you are saying, yeah, because I, I, I was, I'm so spiritual. I was going to say I was very spiritual, but I'm so spiritual. <laughs> but I was uh, ignorant in my spirituality. I was ignorant in my spirituality. Love is not the only thing you look at. That you have a feeling for that person, you think you vibe with that person. That is not the only thing you look at. So it must be based on the decision. And that, that, that feeling may be one of them, but it should be the last thing you look at. So you look at your life's purposes. You look at your do's and your don'ts, your can't and cannot, your negotiables and your innegotiables, and you come to an intelligent decision that, okay, I am making a decision to give my love to this person. Once you have made the decision of giving your love to that person, you move to my second definition of love. Love is an action. Love is an action. So now that you have decided that you love this person, that's why you shouldn't be quick to make a decision or quick to give away your love. Because you may be investing it in the wrong person who may not value it. And when you have made that investment, it may become, sometimes, sometimes even it's not as though you don't want to come out, but sometimes because of social status, you are looking at, hey, Freeman, I'm best Remyo. People will laugh at me. People will ask me questions. And so you see, what is happening? Complications. Complexities are coming in. So, and then you start deceiving yourself that, oh, this thing, it can work. Maybe I have a problem. Maybe I'm not handling certain things right. Because you have already gone into it. Your heart has already gotten involved in, in, into it. And so now, making the right decision becomes a problem. Worst of all, if you're a woman and then you get pregnant. You get pregnant and then there's a child. And now everything becomes so messed up. So complicated. So complicated. It's not an easy thing. Oh, somebody said that, oh, obia papa oba baby. And so it's not normal. That's, no, 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 no. It's not that normal. It's not that normal. If you get an opportunity where all those complexities are not there, it is, it is a, it's a good thing. Not all the time that is what God wants, but where all things be equal, if you get such an opportunity, it is a good thing. Glory to Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Yes. Very, very important. Very, very important. So, it's an action. So, now that you have said that, ah, this is, I love this person. I want to be in a relationship with this person. Now, there should be action that you begin to take in that direction. What will I do to show him that I love him? What will I do to show her that I love her? It is not, don't just be there and think that you are a queen, you are a slave queen, so because of that you are enough. No. Master, stop that. In my whole life, even my mother was not enough. I needed to get friends. I needed to get mentors. I needed to get pastors. I needed to get prophets. And then you think that you alone, you are enough. No. You have to improve yourself. You have to work on yourself. Amen and amen. 
Yeah. He said, you make me feel as though I am not, I'm not enough. Why do you think that when you have, you have to go and discuss with somebody, with your friends, when I'm the one at home with Because they are no kasan, come on in your day. In common in your day. Oh, yes, you can be quiet, but I will continue. <laughs> amen and amen. Yes, there's no, you don't give any, 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 your contribution does not amount to anything. In fact, sometimes you even cause bad moods. And you cause the person to become discouraged. So, the person is able to now flow with other people outside. What should you do? Identify some of these weaknesses and start to improve them. Are we together? Oh, I say, are we together? Yeah. It looks like people are leaving the room right now. Please stay. Lock the doors. <laughs> Nobody's going anywhere. Today, me and you, <laughs> we are all here. <laughs> Praise God forevermore. Yeah. Oh, yes. For some of you are not there. Please learn it before you get there. It's a wisdom. Wisdom will help you so that you don't go through some of the complexities. That people, they, are, they love each other. high. I watched a certain movie. Goodness, I don't know how I chanced upon that movie. I think it was on YouTube or so. And hey, the, every day they are fighting. And every day he's beating her. And every day, well, in fact, the, the first thing I saw that horrified me was she got angry. Uh, what was, no, no. I think they were in the bedroom. And then he wanted to talk to her and she was on her phone. And he got angry and he picked the phone and smashed the phone. My God, my God. And said, hey, you smashed my phone. He smashed my phone. And she started looking for his phone and he grabbed it quickly. He said, hey. I told me I bought the phone. You smashed my phone. She went, went to the, the TV, the LED in there. Hey. My God. Now that it became a war zone. Ah, my God. In fact, even the camera car was shaking as I was walking. <laughs> what are you talking about? Hey. He said, hey. You have to replace the spoon by the, end, the, the TV by the end of the day. TV that I bought just two weeks ago. Uh, so when he came from work, you see, listen, no. he smashed it, he beat it up. When he came back from work, he was having a brand new phone for her. No, 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 see the woman. No, I'm, I'm trying to show you something. No, open no. He likes her, like he lost, in fact. But the fam- their, their families now tried um, to separate the marriage. They now they turn against their family. <laughs> uh, like, the, it, was, it was, I mean, like, and this is, someone who thinks the movie, but it's a real, real life situation. You see, and, and one day they beat each other, both of them, and rushed to the hospital. <laughs> oh, yes. And, and it was well. So eventually, their family saw that no, if we are not careful, one day they will kill each other. So the man's parents met with the woman's parents, and then they all said, that, "No, let us, let us." So they conspired and they took them to court. <laughs> you know, usually a man will take the wife to court, and then they will go. But this time, the families took them to court, and we better break the marriage. <laughs> he came, brought a brand new phone for her, and said, that, "Now I bought your your new phone. It's even better than the one I smashed. You should go and get the the TV. Three days. They, oh yes, that's it. Do me, I do you. She didn't." But she didn't have the money. She didn't have the money. She didn't have the money. He got angry, went out, he came back with a brand new TV. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to let you know how this emotion... No, please stop, women. I'm talking about something bigger than just yes, women or men. Is it? 
And when she said that, I next you are spoiling something you don't have money to buy. She said, next time I will spoil something that I cannot pay for. <laughs> so you see, even though they had emotional love for each other, they had anger issues. They had violent temperaments. They were not compatible in many, many things. I want, I want a, a bar. You want kinky. And that alone can spark a problem. I want fufu. You want, you want rice. That can spark a problem. I, I was taught to squeeze the piece from the middle. You were taught to squeeze it from down there. That can... Compatibility issues. I'm even going into my message for tomorrow. Why marriages fail. Glory to Jesus Christ. But let me, let me finish laying the foundations because the time is running. You see, this thing, when you start talking about it, uh, there are many, many rivers. Many, many rivers that are flowing. Many, many rivers. Glory to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Somebody's in River Fulta. Another person's River Pra. But we are flowing. Tell somebody we are flowing. Now, foundation. The whole purpose of love, relationship, and marriage is actually about responsibility. It's about responsibility. It's not just about a feeling of somebody that I like, somebody that I want to spend my life with. It's not about you want, you may want to spend your life with that person, but must you spend your life with that person? Can you spend your life with that person? It's a question. It's not about what you want to. It's about responsibility to yourself, to your community, to God. Yourself, your family, your community, to God. It's a responsibility. Is this possible? Will this work? And how will it affect these three dimensions that I'm talking about? Yourself, your community, which involves your family, your friends, your children, that are going to come into your God. How is it going to affect all of this? It's a responsibility. It's not just about fun and games. It's not just about fun and games. It's a, I'm, I'm, I'm dating, I'm dating. What do you mean by I'm dating? I'm dating, I'm dating. When, when, I, when do you hope to get married? Uh, we don't know yet. You are joking, you are a child. You don't understand what you are doing. And if you are not careful, you are going to damage your heart so much that when you come, every time we are changing oil at the mechanic shop, a dirty engine oil. We look at your filters full of dust. And so all the time we are blowing things out of you. My God, my God, my God. Are you understanding me? I hope you are getting me. Every time your oil is dirty because bitterness, anger, frustration is filling it. Because you are not understanding what you are in. So it's not fun and games. It's responsibility. And you need an ability to elicit the right responses. So responsibility cannot come to the person who does not have ability. Ability comes from maturity. Being equipped. Having the necessary capabilities. You want to be a wife. And you cannot cook. And not only when you cannot cook to you, you don't know how to handle the man so that he will be patient with you. He said, eh, God did not create a woman to cook. God did not create a woman to cook. And somebody said, ah, in the woman's room, what are the eggs? Ah, if he didn't create it to cook, why did he put eggs in your room? 
And I said, ah, where, do th- where does milk come from? A woman's breast. Ah, if he didn't create you about food, why is he bringing milk out of your breast? <laughs> Bad guys, you are picking points like this. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. So you see, you, are not, you, are not, you don't know how to manage those things. And you say that, oh, I'm ready. Papa, papa, papa I think I'm ready. Papa, papa, I think I'm ready. <laughs> you, you, that you, you, in your singleness, eh, when we come to your room as a woman, your, your pants is here, your bra is there, your, the, the, the dress that you wore from church is here. As for the shoe, I don't even know where it is. One is here and the other is in the hall. You are not organized. And it's not as though it's about overnight too. Like the whole week it is still there. You don't know how to arrange time to do your washing and how to do, put everything in order. And you are going to say, Baba, I think I'm ready, sister. Stop that. No. Go home and learn. Go home and learn. You cannot submit to anybody. When you are a woman and you are in marriage, certainly you have to, they will talk to you. Somebody will talk to you and tell you that, no, we won't go here, let us go there. Now why should we go there? I'm intelligent, you know, according to my intelligence, let us, but she said, no, I don't have intelligence, but let us go there. And one man of God said, some, said yeah, give a funny scenario, a real life scenario, and the woman was so angry. Uh, so angry. He said, uh, what did she even say? Uh, mm, I think you insulted her. He said, you are such a fool. You are such a fool. Very strong words. He said, I know, because I married you. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, because uh, it can get ugly like that. Please, when we are think, talking about marriage, don't just look at the wedding. Then you say, uh, you can see, I, and then you say, hey, look at me now. Uh, and the ring is flashing, flashing, flashing. You are taking pictures, pictures, pictures. No, 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 no. There are people who got married from the, from the time they left the church to going to the, uh, the house or going to where you have their honeymoon, they have decided to divorce. Because even in the car to the police, they couldn't agree. They couldn't agree. And these are real, brothers and sisters. These are real. And you see, and it is so, so important because, you see, the Bible says that marriage is honorable above all. And the marital bed undefiled. So, anything that God honors, Satan fights. So, love and marriage is a warfare, not a fanfare. How many of you have realized that when you were decided to live an indecent life, live, uh, sleep around, do certain things, please don't pretend you have not done it. Uh, 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 oh, yes. You see, the devil did not fight you. But when you decided to live straight, uh, when you decided to do the right thing, go and check with people who are even cohabiting. They enjoy themselves. And so they decide that they want to now marry properly. All of a sudden, problems are coming. Because there are spiritual forces that don't like 
This thing that God has done. Why? Because one who puts a thousand to flight, two put ten thousand to flight. They know that when marriage is as it should be, you, the couple become a powerful weapon in the hands of God. That can turn situations around. Glory to Jesus Christ. So, it is about responsibility, not fun and games. And if you have no idea of your vision and mission in life, you have no business at the table of love, relationship and marriage. No. Because love is not, love is a life to be expressed. Love is not just an emotion to be felt. It's a life to be expressed. And it's expressed through uh, selflessness, selfless uh, engagement with others. And when we talk about relationship and marriage, it's the same expression of that love, which is based on your knowledge, based on the insight God has given you. So, one man of God ex- uh, explained love, that love is true knowledge. And I agree with him. True knowledge. Love is a re- revelation. True knowledge. When we say we love God, it means that we are saying we have come to a certain level of knowledge of Him. True knowledge. So two people who have not committed to know each other, but they just want to fulfill a life, uh, uh, what do you call that, a milestone of marriage, they are going to be problems. They are not committed to a lifelong understanding of each other. And to work together to fulfill an assignment that God has given them. There are going to be problems. Because once there is no intentionality, mistakes are very likely. When there is no intentionality, mistakes are very likely to happen. Because there will be accidents here and there. You carelessly enter into certain uh, situations. And before you realize the situation is eating you up. And you know the problem with this is... Because most of the time, things that will cause problems, we don't see their effects immediately. So sometimes, after a few months or a few years, we are harvesting the fruits of the mistakes that we made by mistake. And when we are harvesting the fruits, we don't even remember what caused the problem. So you have two people and they are the, the divorce courts. And they are asking, how did we get here? We used to love each other so much. We said we'll spend the rest of our lives together. So what at all caused us to get to the place where we cannot even stand each other? So intentionality is necessary. Intentionality is necessary. You must learn the life and the principle of intentionality. Once you have said that this is the one I want to work with. Oh yes, and then the, the question of uh, does God choose life partners for people? So, I'm praying about it. <laughs> if God can choose a person for you, but you will leave the, you live with the person. So, God does not leave the decision entirely on revelation. Are we together? He doesn't leave the decision entirely on revelation. So, even if you say God is the one who chose the person for you, you, are, you still be the one who lives with the person. So it means that what the principles I'm talking about again comes to play. Ah, but God spoke, there was a prophecy. There was a friend of mine many years ago. He came to see me. He said, ah, bro, I've met, the, I found the love of my life. I, she, I don't know, but I love her so much. And so I've told her that I want us to go out. And she has agreed. And so we are in a relationship now. 
This young lady was a final year student in a senior high school. <laughs> and she was his soul that he had been discipling. So, oh, yes. Oh, yes. So, on this note, long ladies, if any of the brothers come, even the ones with the protocol especially, uh, or the men of God over here, they come and ask you, I don't think that, oh, because they are the son of the Papa, so they are the right person for me. Please, don't let the tongues deceive you. Can also mean that there is no romance over there. Amen and amen. So please, when the brothers come after you, don't be, please, you see, they have a father. Come and see their father. Now. Oh, yes. I don't know why I keep holding it on. Praise the Lord. Oh, I, I hear me. Praise the Lord. Uh, let me tell you, young ladies, if any guy comes to tell you that he has, he wants to marry you because God revealed you to him. And yes, oh boy, but then tell him, it means that he doesn't see anything about you. So he has to see what God is saying. And so he has not found any quality in you that he will say that that's the reason I want you. Are you understanding me? Oh, yes. So please, <laughs> when the person finishes telling you that I had a vision, kuskis kus. Oh, how many remember kuskis kus? After how many days fasting? Janio <laughs> janio. Oh, or, you don't know many of you, you know how many of you know kuskis kus? If you don't know Kuskis, let me wave your hand so that I can tell you again. Ah, you know, or you all know Kuskis. Ah, if you don't know Kuskis, let me wave so that I know whether... Oh, okay, so you didn't understand what I meant. Alright, there was this young man of God, a prayer warrior in church. And so, he came to... What's the name of the lady girl? Oh... <laughs> <laughs> and so he came to see her and was oh you give me a name what was the name of the lady sister Sandra okay so sister Sandra today I came to see you and it's a simple message that God has told me something you know for the past few months I've been praying to the Lord waiting on the Lord asking the Lord there are many here, ladies in the choir, in the ushers. Which of them will be my wife? And so I went on to the mountains to fast and pray. For 40 days and 40 nights, I cried to the Lord. Oh Lord, show me my wife. So on the 40th day, the Lord showed me. The heavens opened. And I saw out of the clouds 
a woman descending, dressed in white gown, descending from heaven. And the Lord said that this woman is your wife. Sister Sandra, that woman is you. And the sister Sandra said, no. He said, yes. She said, no. He said, yes. If God says yes, who can say no? And the Sandra started crying. He said, you don't know my story. He said, you don't know my story. He said, oh, what is it? Yeah. Man of God, don't tell romantical. Tell me your story. You don't know my story, but if it's the will of God, I'll tell you my story. I have had 102 abortions. And in the last abortion, the doctors removed my womb and they said I cannot have any child anymore. Even they diagnosed me with HIV AIDS. And now they said that in just a couple of years, I'm going to die. But if it's God that is saying it, I agree to be your wife. She opened her eyes. Oh, so, yeah, so when she got to the point about the HIV AIDS, he was like, Kuskis, Kus. By the time we finished, she had the door bang, <laughs> Man of God, don't run away. Hallelujah. So young ladies, please, don't let Kuskis Kus deceive you. When, the, when it comes, no matter how much you respect the person, whether the person is a papa or the person is a senior prefect amongst the men of God, Please, at that point, you also... In fact, if you just agree to any man just because you think that they are admirable, you are not even a good wife for that person. Because it means that you, you cannot give wisdom. If a man is making a mistake, you, you are just there like a, a statue. You are just following along. And the Bible did not call you to be a dependent. It called you to be a helper. Are we together? Are we together? So you, you should be able to think through, pray through, and understand that this and this are the reasons. And when you are looking in the reasons, I'll tell you all the reasons, the things you look for tomorrow. Yes, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Because you need to be practical. One of the wisdoms that make a woman a good wife material is her practicality. Not her spirituality. Her practicality. How practical is she? Are you understanding me? How practical is she? How is he able to handle things? Handle home? Able to take care of uh, guests? Able to help? You see, so that when the man is getting so excited, he can help to ensure that they are steering together in the right place. Because sometimes excitement as a result of our position as men. We are like entrepreneurs. We are leads. We are excited about visions. And so sometimes we don't think the thing through. That's why the man who just in excitement release the sperm. But you, the woman, who have to carry it and construct the body of the baby. So that that which has been, construct, that which has been created in excitement is constructed in perfection. Are you understanding me? So as a young girl, the club of friends to Jesus Christ.
Lift up your hands and begin to pray for wisdom. 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 Lift up your voice and begin to pray for wisdom. Wisdom. The wisdom that guides love and marriage. Lift up your voice and talk to the Lord. Lift up your voice and talk to the Lord. Lift up your voice and talk to the Lord. Rabbi Shun Kalabakatash. Mali Gabalaba. Son Radiga Se Telebradigash. Lemanda Labroske Tendalaba. Lura Sita Lavaya. Oh, lift up your voice and talk to the Lord. Lift up your voice. Close your eyes. What are you looking at? Talk to the Lord. God is securing your marriage. Your marriage is being secured in wisdom. The Bible says that knowledge and wisdom shall be the stability of our days. If we are going to have stable marriages, oh, we need knowledge. We need wisdom. Jump to your feet and lift up your voice and pray. I want to see you pray. Pray the Lord. Give me wisdom. Give me knowledge. That will ensure a glorious marriage for me. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says that he that lacks wisdom, he should ask of the Lord, who giveth liberally, without holding back. I see God releasing the insights that you need. I see God releasing the knowledge that you need. The counsel that you need. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the Living God. I want to pray this prayer. Say, My Father, my Father. Say, as I lift up my voice. And as I pray, any demonic force that fight against blissful and glorious marriages in my family, as I clap my hands and as I pray, die by fire, die by fire, be destroyed in the name of Jesus. The forces that have risen up and fight good marriages, as I clap your hands and pray, lift up your voice and pray, lift up your voice and travail, lift up your voice and travail. Your mother's marriage was fought. Your father's marriage was fought. Who told you that if you don't fight, yours is going to be good. You need to lift up your voice. You fight in the spirit. You fight with knowledge. You fight with wisdom. But right now we are fighting with prayer. We are fighting with prayer. I shall clap your hands. Pray. Lift your voice. Stamp your feet. Let your voice arise. Let your voice arise. Let your voice arise. Jesus Christ. 
Listen to me. Everybody, there is an attack on your marriage. Oh. Maybe you may think that, oh, my father and mother, they are very happy, so I think I have a good lineage. Master, all of us come from the lineage of Adam and Eve. And they are the first marriage, and the first marriage was attacked by Satan. Who told you? Did they have any ancestor before them? But, the, but Satan came to attack their marriage. And so, if your father and your father's father, and you, you've seen some good marriages, uh, thank God. But you see, the Bible said, there's hope for a tree after it has been cut off. At the scent of water, it will grow up again. Meaning, anything that has existed before and has happened before, it can happen again. It can happen again. I don't know, but we are going to lift up our voice. You see, for God to secure the marriage of Adam and Eve, for me, as a normal human being, after that encounter, and I saw that this woman has caused me problems, probably I may have left her after that encounter with God. And God showed that, no, this is a problem. I may have left her. But what did God do? God had to now perform a sacrifice to secure that marriage. That is how terrible marital uh, problems are. You are going to lift up your voice and you are going to pray. Any seed that fights against bliss in marriage, whether in terms of the understanding, whether in terms of finances, in terms of anything that is uh, that the enemy can use to take away the joy in marriage. As we lift up our voice and as we pray, Father, let it catch fire for my glorious marriage. Let it catch fire so that my marriage will be liberated. In the name of Jesus, clap your hands and begin to pray now. Clap your hands and begin to pray now. Clap your hands and begin to pray now. Shabala bala bala bala. Mandala bala bala bala. Rependala bala bala bala. La bala Mandala bala bala bala. bala 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 bala. Rependala bala bala Mandala bala bala bala. La bala Mandala bala bala bala. bala Mandala bala bala bala. Rapala bala bala bala. bala bala in the name of Jesus Christ. We are going to pray this prayer one last time. You see, marriage has been foundation by God to form the basic unit of this world, the family system. Look, when the devil attacked the marriage of Adam and Eve, look at their first children. The first one killed the second born. Can you imagine how Eve would have felt? How Adam would have felt? Ah, you have killed your brother. You have killed your brother. You have killed your brother. Chaos in the home. That is why when they gave back to sex, he said, Ah, God has had mercy on me and has restored me. Because she was in pain because of the loss of her son. Are you understanding me? So, we are going to lift up our voice. Anything that will fight against our families, and you are looking at your family now and in the future. Lord, let it catch fire. I say, let it catch fire. As I clap my hands and as I pray, let it fire fall. Clap your hands and begin to pray. Clap your hands and begin to pray. Clap your hands and begin to pray. Rapa Sata, 
Begin to thank God for them. Begin to thank God for them. Begin to thank God for that marriage. Begin to thank God. Rabbi Shandaya. Lift up your hands everywhere. Begin to bless him now. Oh, yes. God, Rabbi Shanda. Oh, we give you praise. I will worship you. I will worship you. Lift you high above the earth and the heavens. You are Lord. 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 Yes, you are.